0: Molly Fisk, Observations from a Working Poet.
1: The week between Christmas and New Year's has always been one of my favorites. Life goes into delectable slow motion. Despite a few crazy people exchanging presents they didn't like for something else, or scooping up wrapping paper on sale to use next year, everyone's all shopped out for the moment. The advertisers have done their best and are briefly silent. No glossy catalogs arrive in the mail. The New Yorker and Vogue are slim again after their seasonal bloating. The incessant din of supply and demand is hushed as commerce takes an all-too-brief annual break from its vigorous and wily efforts to part each of us from our last remaining dollar. The kids aren't in school and people are out of town, so traffic thins to a trickle. Refrigerators bristle with leftovers, and no one has to run to the grocery store. We just invent new and ever more bizarre concoctions out of celery, yams, and gravy. That is when we even bother to eat. Enough eating takes place in the first three weeks of December to sustain most of us until Easter. What this time of year always makes me think of is the lull in those old black-and-white French movies after a torrid sex scene, when the two lovers lean back into their pillows and light cigarettes. Maybe they talk a little or give each other a look, but mostly it's just smoke curling up from their two galois and a little background music. I myself woke up yesterday to a strange day and snuggled in bed for the first time in my life to watch a video before breakfast. This was so outlandish that I had to race around afterward and do five or six productive things just to prove I hadn't completely lost my moral fibers. Then a sudden attack of sewing came over me and I got out some blue fabric with ducks on it that I've been meaning to make into potholders for years, 5 years to be exact. Instead of creating new potholders from scratch, I covered the two ratty ones I had, and now they're so elegant and pristine, I hesitate to use them. After the bannock stitching fit, I calmed down again and sat on the sofa, reading one of my Christmas presents, a biography of the poet Anne Bradstreet. In between forays out to the woodpile and stir-frying turkey surprise, I've been dipping into this book all week. I've also been wearing my new Christmas socks and creating my own lattes with a fabulous milk-fizzling gizmo. If it weren't for making a living, this would be the life, I tell you. There's something delicious about not being on a schedule. That kind of goofing around time is incredibly nourishing. As well as covering pot holders, which was about 2,912th on my to-do list, I had enough spaciousness in my head to write a poem. If you've had a languorous week like this, also remember it when the time comes to think up New Year's resolutions and don't make any.
0: Award-winning poet Molly Fisk writes, coaches, and teaches writing in California's Sierra Nevada foothills. You can reach her at mollyfisk.com. This program is produced at the studios of KVMR-FM, Nevada City, California. Funding is provided by Harmony Books of Downtown Nevada City and KVMR with support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting.